one and all. I'm Joan Hogan, and I'd like to welcome all of you to the Prairie Doc Radio Program. Rick Holm is playing music in the background. Yeah, it's going to stop any minute. I'm trying to get it to, to turn it off. <laughs> all these modern technology. Okay, we are starting the program, and Dr. Holm walked in with his radio playing, but it's turned off now, and we're happy to have him here. He has been uh, a, what have I an been? internal medicine physician. You still are. You don't really retire from being an internal medicine physician. And I, I talked to one of your compatriots, and they said, you know, he really didn't retire. He still sees people at the nursing home. I said, that man, he doesn't retire. No. You're unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. But he does, he has a wealth of knowledge. Any questions you might have of a medical nature, you just give us a call at 692-1430. Dr. Holm will answer it. If he won't, he'll research it and answer it next week because he does know medicine. Good morning, Dr. Holm. Good morning, Joan Hogan. Good to have you here. Well, it's nice to be here. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow night, you're actually going to be here, but you won't be here. Because right. you recorded a program. It's never aired, has it? It was recorded in October. Right. It was, it's uh, never aired, and it is a fabulous show about drugs. Drugs. You know, and the side effects. And what we have is a, a um, Dan Hansen, who is a PharmD from uh, SDSU and a marvelous man. He, he, People in Brookings know Dan Hansen. He He's a fine, fine uh, <laughs> pharmacist and a great professor. Yes, and a, a wonderful teacher. I've sat in on classes, and he's asked me to speak to his groups, and he does a lot of honors teaching. Uh, and also Fatima Kidwal, uh, who is a, uh, a uh, uh, geriatrician and a hospitalist right now. But, you know, when you've trained in geriatrics, you know what you have. You have, I think, the most imper- important perspective. You've had training in realizing that people grow old and to have special um, perspectives on how to, how to help them in the end, you know, how to help them in that last season of their life. Right. Life's final season. Well, and, and the meds to use, the meds to cut back on, and uh, the interactions of meds, it's, it should be really important. It's benefits and side effects of drugs. And we all know there are unbelievable benefits for drugs, but also horrendous side effects. So we are going to cover that and we're going to cover it after this uh, break that we're going to take. But be sure to listen to these important words because sometimes I just say we're taking a break, we'll be back. There are really some good messages to be had in the next 30 minutes. That was a short break. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Joan Hogan, and with me in the studio is Dr. Rick Holm, our Prairie Doc. And he is happy to answer any questions you might have. As I mentioned before the break, give us a call at 692-1430. Or if you're out of the area, remember to dial 605-605-692-1430. We'd be glad to hear from you. Last week, we were talking quite a bit about um, addictions and different addictions. The one thing we didn't touch on, and I had printed it up, so I thought we should touch on that okay. this week because the South Dakota quit line, that's, you know, that's been around now 20 years, and yeah. people don't talk about it much, but addiction to cigarettes is overwhelming for anyone who would like to quit. I mean, Cigarette it, it, it smoking is, is terrible. They say the only thing that is harder to quit um, uh, than smoking is meth. Methamphetamine and, and is cocaine. worse. Except yeah. that cocaine is expensive, meth is relatively cheap. That's the bad news. And cigarettes really aren't and as cheap as they were when I smoked. But 
Believe me, when I smoked, I wish there had been a South Dakota quit line because I went through holy hell really? trying to quit. Did you? Really? It took me over a year. That is among the 4%. There, there was some report that 4% of smokers can, can just, just quit cold turkey. Cold turkey and just That's no problem. son of a gun. He quit. <laughs> he just said, we're going to quit when I turn 35. I said, good for you. There's no way I'm going to quit when you turn 35 because... I know you. You'll start smoking a week later, and I will have suffered for a week. I was wrong. He quit on his 35th birthday. He smoked two or three packs a day up until then. Really? Oh, yeah. He was. He would have two cigarettes going on his desk at one time and not even know it. I mean, he just, he was, and I was a heavy smoker. He quits, and he said, you're quitting. I said, no, no, I'll wait and see. A month goes by. <laughs> two months go by. Son of a gun. The man quit. It just amazed me no end. Were, I you, thought, had you, were you still smoking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, I was not going to quit for him. And I finally um, thought, well, if he quit, I could do it. You know, oh, he, no. It was not easy. It was, it was horrible. And well, it really took me a long time. Uh, you know, it's interesting because uh, we have uh, uh, devilized smokers. We we have, ha- it's not uh, fair. It, it really is not isn't. fair. Yeah, you know, I think they've done studies and found that the people who smoke are just as nice as the people who don't smoke. And just as not nice. I mean, it isn't, it isn't an indicator of uh, bad people. Uh, it is an addiction. Oh, it is a and real addiction. People, uh, they, they, some people truly enjoy the buzz that it gives them, and uh, or they don't realize the withdrawal, unbuzz that they, that is driving them to have the next one. Right. And so, uh, you know, I Brian Darnell always told me. You know, my buddy Brian said. You know, I've been quitting. I've quit for 20 years, and I still, when I get in the car, I slap my chest for the pack of cigarettes in my vest pocket. You know, he says it's just, it's a, it's a terrible addiction. Terrible habit. But what we have an is answer. fortunate now is the South Dakota quit line. For anyone who wants to quit smoking, anyone listening, believe me, you are fortunate to have that available. I think you can find it in your telephone book. Find it anywhere. We can give it to you right now. here. It's 1-866-737-8487. It's 866-SD-QUITS. But you can get it anywhere. I mean, you can yeah. find out what it is. They are unbelievably helpful. It is just amazing, and people are helped with their quitting. I don't know anymore. Do they still provide for they the They do. The, uh, they give you a two-week Supply, a supply of, of things to help you quit. They work with you. You can call them every day. You can call them 24-7 and just have that support, that help. I'm telling you, if you want to quit, you are fortunate to have that available. And even if you don't want to quit, do it for us. Do it for your children. Do it for yourself. You'll live longer. You'll be happier. And you can quit. If I could, anybody could because it was not easy for me. Yeah. Okay. I, I would say that there are also other medicines that are in that similar ballpark. Good people taking medicines to help them sleep at night, but they can't get off of them. Good people who are taking anti-anxiety pills, and they're not clearly awake. You know, it, uh, they, they, um, these benzodiazepine or ben- benzodiazepine-like medicines, terribly addictive, very difficult to stop. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, we used to have about half the people <laughs> out on, uh, you know, in the 70s and 80s. When I arrived in 1981 here in Brookings, I bet half the people in the town were taking uh, Valium or one of the others like that. So I, I would say if we're talking medicines and we're talking about addiction, we should talk about that too. Now, there are some people 
uh, who uh, they, they've tried, they've done everything, they need to have some of that, but I, I and I would, I would probably supply them that, um, but very low doses with every time of push to try to quit. Absolutely. And, and a lot of people in my lifetime uh, were able to get off of those medicines. And um, it was from my encouragement, I think, and maybe their rea reality that it's not good for you. Um, let's talk about other drugs. I want to start with one comment. Some medicines are absolutely fabulously wonderful for us. Thank goodness we have them. Let's take, for example, um, the uh, anti-acid medications like omeprazole or... Uh, uh, What's the over-the-counter names like Pepsi? Prolisec. Prolisec. Or yeah. uh, okay. I'm forgetting the other one. That's hmm. Tagamet. Well, Tagamet is so the perfect example of the proton pump inhibitors is um, Prolisec or Nexium. That uh, uh, Nexium is uh, Desomeprazole, um, and uh, Prolisec uh, is Omeprazole, and they work about the same. Uh, the, the Nexium is now available over-the-counter, generic, and uh, I'd go that one. Um, you, and there's some other brands of the proton pump inhibitors. They will stop uh, the horrible, miserable reflux problem that many, the acid, many people it have. It really is exhausting for people. <clears throat> and, you know, back in the days when, we, when they just came out and we didn't have anything else, uh, but but Tagamet, Tagamet stopped all of the patients that were going to surgery. Uh, they were we used to cut uh, for for uh, bleeding ulcers. We and if they were bad, we'd go in. You'd do a, a release of the of the uh, stomach. You'd uh, open it up. Uh, you'd cut out the ulcer. Uh, it was terrible surgery, uh, and it was life saving because they were bleeding from an active ulcer and going to die from right. it. But uh, now that basically that surgery is gone. It's, it's there's eliminated. no need for it because of these medicines yeah. that have really helped people. Uh, and then back in the day when I was on the uh, med uh, the the uh, of pharmacy and therapeutics uh, committee uh, of an insurance company, uh, and I did that because I wanted to protect the patients. I really uh, uh, never was paid. I mean, it was a lot of work. I never got a, a darn thing. Not even my expenses until about. 10 years ago. I mean, I did it for 30. <laughs> but but anyway, you did it for your patient care. Yes. You knew we were going to help people. Uh, but we knew that of all the drugs, when the insurance wouldn't pay, patients would pay the 100 bucks a month for this one. Even though the insurance wouldn't cover, they would pay. And, um, you know, uh, it made that much of a difference it's in their life. It's a powerful medicine. That's one example. I'll give you another one. Uh, chemotherapy different kinds of chemotherapy. Uh, I've got uh, a friend who is five years now after his cancer, still alive, doing great. Uh, why do you think that was? It wasn't surgery. It might have been a combination of radiation and chemo, but let Basically, me put it Basically, the chemo way. made the difference. The chemo made the difference. I'm at, I'm at the Mayo Clinic talking to the surgeon who, the surgeon, not the oncologist, right? The surgeon who's going to do the Whipple surgery and cut out the cancer of the pancreas in my case. And I, I said, are you sure you want me to do chemo? He says, absolutely. Let me tell you, give you the numbers. These are the numbers. And if you get the chemo, 
people live, uh, enough chemo, people live five years. If you get less chemo, it's two and a half. If you get no chemo, it's, Shorter. it's four months. So uh, I'm here to say I'm here because of the chemo. Chemotherapy has gotten a bad rap. People go, oh, I never want it. Do it. And, do it. You know, it's try a it. Safe. There's a lot of medications that we have that do help people. Uh, but I think we have to realize that um, there are some problems, too. Well, we will get to those problems right after these words. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Joan Hogan here with Dr. Rick Holm, and we're talking about medicines, the wonders, and the amazing things that have medicines and prescriptions have done for us, but there are negatives. Right. Let's just take the the Prilosec, uh, Omeprazole, Prevacid is another brand of a proton pump inhibitor. So there's two categories, right? There's the H2 blockers, which is Tagamet and Zantac, who which are fast, fast acting, and they're milder. They're not as powerful, but they're fast acting. So a person has episodic problems with their gut, Zantac. Generic, a guy go right to the generic Zantac or the Tagamet. I think Zantac is the better one. I can't remember the generic name. I go to the Zantac and then I look next to it. What's next know. to it and there's the generic? <laughs> I go right? the generic every time on that. Okay, so that's the fast acting. Now, the, the proton pump in inhibitors are Nexium, Prilosec, Prevacid, uh, which are, are the uh, proton pump inhibitors. If you're going to take them for a long time because you have a bleeding ulcer or, you have a, or you're taking pen, uh, 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 pancreatic enzymes, then okay. you have to take the darn things. So it's worth knowing that that's it. Now, here's the rub, I have to tell you. The problem with both of those groups, but worse on the proton pump inhibitors, is they've done studies where they put people who didn't have ulcers, didn't have symptoms, didn't have reflux, nothing and put them on it for a month. And then they had them stop it. They had rebound heartburn. Ah, even though they'd never had heartburn before, yeah. because they were no longer on the proton pump inhibitor, Yes, it was gone, so now they all of a sudden have heartburn. You know, it's, it's like that with anxiety medicines. You stop them and what do you have? Rebound anxiety. So why did, oh, I need that medicine. Obviously I do need it, no. You may not need it. You need to taper very slowly. Almost so many medicines are that's called tachyphylaxis. So many medicines have a rebound problem. Constipation, stimulant constipation medicines. You know, the X-laxes of the world, the Correctols, you know, the Senna. You know, you may not be needing it. Uh, in fact, the, the long and the short of it, short of it is, is that... Um, uh, uh, after one time, you know, okay. If you, if you only use those maybe once a week, fine. The problem is you use them every day, they lose their effect. And then you're, you're stuck. And, um, In so, more ways than one. Yes, you are. <laughs> so I, I recommend you use the, 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 um, the drugs that don't work by trying to stimulate the colon. And in other words, use um, Miralax, or get the generic version of Miralax, uh, or, uh, you know, uh, stool softeners. I tell you what, if you take up to six stool softeners a day and a Miralax every day, you can have, a rock will have a bowel movement. So, but, you, you know, you used <laughs> to preach, and you, I know you said it. Well, you used to fiber really one. preach both fiber one and ground flaxseed. Yes. Do you still think they're better than anything else you could do? I think they're, they're 
it, it's, it's easier to just say Merrill Axon stool softeners. The real truth is that I like uh, uh, Fiber One and I, and I like uh, the flaxseed. The flaxseed. Ground flaxseed, Fiber One every day. Man, you know, that, you, that could probably and will probably work for many people. There is, a, we were telling our, our um, middle son, Carter, who is a nurse uh, working in rehab now at Avera McKinnon in Sioux Falls. Okay. And uh, we're, we were talking about what do you do for constipation in the elderly? And there's one, uh, there's one formula, you know, you take uh, fiber one and you take applesauce and then a shot of uh, prune juice, which has a little bit of a stimulant in it, and you mix that all up. It's a tasty little concoction, you know, and you give that every day to people and um, they become a regular fellow. You know, that's a good good plan. So overall, you really want to be careful when you take any... Well, you're talking about drugs because there are side effects. There's rebound is one of the side effects. Yes. What are some other side effects that drugs have? Okay, let's take narcotics. Basically, what narcotics do is they take away your discomfort and your drive to breathe. So uh, if you go too high on that dose, uh, then what happens is you stop breathing. And what happens is the CO2 goes up, and that's nature's way of removing the pain of dying. And so uh, when the CO2 is going up, uh, pain goes away, and it even more uh, enhances the, or decreases the drive to breathe. And so that's why 70,000 people are dying every year, and it's climbing yet, of opioid uh, overdose. And why could, should that be? I mean, why should they o be overdosing? Well, people keep going the highest dose. Uh, or they, uh, they go higher dose because you have to go higher to get the same relief. You lose its tachyphylaxis. One dose every day, the same day, after about five, six, seven days, there's nothing. There's You've nothing. lost your effect, so you have to go higher dose, higher dose, higher dose. Oops, dead. So th that's the problem with... Um, Narcotics, and that, and that I can tell you, as a guy who was stuck on uh, opioids, I was addicted to opioids following my Whipple procedure, and I was about a month out, and my doctor looked at me cross-eyed and said, you know, this is not good, Rick, you're a doctor. I mean, you're going to want You know me better. To, you know better, and you're <laughs> going to want me to refill this, and I'm not going to want to refill it. So I found other ways, but I got off the frickin' opioid, and you know, it was like the opioid was calling me. You need more. You need it. It's the only thing that will give you relief. And it was the, the, the discomfort, the misery, was a result of the Dagon opioids. So my point is, you know, there, you know why they put Tylenol with the opioids? You know, Tylenol number three, or you're talking about Vicodin, or you're talking about oxycodone or uh, 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 hydrocodone with Tylenol. Uh, why do they do that? Because they need a pain medicine in there <laughs> that's working. All I can tell you is I found um, after I had a liver resection from uh, this darn pancreatic cancer thing and it re came back in the, in the liver, they resected part of the liver, and they cut me open just like a fish one more time, same exact spot. And what do you think I did? I had epidurals until day two. They took the epidural out and you I were in controlled pain. it with 
Tylenol. Tylenol. You didn't even try the epioid, no, the second no, the opioids. No, I'm not going to use any of that other. You've stuff. done it. You're done with it. And, and, and the Tylenol did it really just as worked. well as the hydrocodone <laughs> that I had been using in the years past, in the two years earlier. So all I can say is, there's danger in them our hills when you're talking about pills, certainly right. with narcotics and opioids. So. Be You're definitely not against pharmacy. You're just against the m misuse of it. Uh, you know what? Thank God for morphine and for fentanyl, which is my mainstay in helping people at the end of their life and their suffering. And I will turn that medicine on and I will pour it into their veins if they need it. Take away the pain. But, okay. But oh. there's a time when you don't want to do that. Though. Right. Well, we are due for our last break. This is an interesting discussion on medicines and their side effects, and we will be back right after these words. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Dr. Holm has been talking about the effects and the wonders of our modern medicine, but also some of the uh, not good effects. Your editorial this week in many newspapers, not just the Brookings Register. Thank goodness for Barb. She has that paper now uh, just... In so many places. We, we it's not just in South Dakota. It's in Nebraska. What are the states? We've got Nebraska, Kansas, Wyoming, North Dakota, and, of course, 68 newspapers in South Dakota. Which is phenomenal. And that's Dr. Holmes' weekly uh, Prairie Doc Perspective. And this week you were talking about a very controversial topic, but it ties, ties into what you're talking about today, and that's CBD, which is... Uh, can, can, you know, which can, uh, cannabidiol. Oh, sure, cannabidiol. Yeah. Basically, uh, it's a. It comes from marijuana, right? Yeah. Well, okay. marijuana is a name that I think somebody who who made who used that name to make it sound like these are people from outside of our country and to bad bad mouth it. Uh, uh, cannabis is the better uh, name for it. Uh, it's as old as the hills. Uh, the uh, medicine, the the effect of uh, cannabis is varied because there are many parts to the plant. Uh, if you're smoking the plant, then uh, depends upon which plant you have, and which uh, components of of cannabis uh, is in there. Uh, there is hemp is the controversial issue that's basically been used for uh, for rope uh, for many years, uh, and uh, the hemp is uh, one of those things uh, that that uh, uh, makes CBD. I mean, the the uh, 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 cannabidiol, which is uh, the effective part in taking away nausea, uh, the effective part in helping kids with uh, seizures. Um, in so fact, CBD can be very helpful. It's a chemical that's derived from the hemp. Yes. But is it? I just need to know it. it it's so confusing now what's legal and what isn't. Is that legal in... It's a kind of a mixed bag in South Dakota, okay. I think. I don't, I don't We're know. We're not even sure I in South Dakota. I think that there's been judges who have said, I'm not going to press anybody about So the CBD law hasn't yet, but you can buy it over the counter some places, yeah. just not South Dakota. And I don't know whether you're going to be getting good CBD or not. I mean, I don't know. I know last week Dr. Johnston was in, in with us, Deb Johnston, yes. and she really is n in disagreement with you on this subject, I think. She yep. believes that there's too much uh, variation to and there's too much danger to even consider it yet. Well, there's the kids, it can, it can, it's horrible on children. If they, if, if they're hooked on it and, uh, and it can be hooking, 
just like everything else. Doesn't seem to have tachyphylaxis uh, uh, as much as others. Uh, the, the, but the relief of discomfort, the, the holding back of seizures, uh, the anti-nausea effect, uh, the, uh, the, the glaucoma effect also is not tachyphylactic. It doesn't go away as you use the drug, apparently. Uh, but the problem is that they made it a level uh, one drug that, that uh, couldn't, and no, you had to jump through, on, I don't know how many hoops to actually do any studies on it, so nobody did any studies, or very, very few were done. The so, front page of our uh, Argus Leader today shows that our former Senator, Tom Daschle, is now on a board of um, some medical marijuana group. I sent him a copy of my essay. Oh, okay. And he said, totally agree, agree with you. Uh, you know, I think that we have to realize, here's the one reason that I think it's important to consider legalizing me medicinal marijuana, and that is that look at the, uh, the help that it provides for people who have chronic pain syndrome. Compare that to the lack of uh, help that the opioids uh, do for chronic pain syndrome and the danger of opioids. One is legal and the other's not. What's wrong with that? that you know, you, there's a, something wrong with that picture. And my point, I would say, is that, um, that 70,000 people are dying every year of opioids and, and hardly any are dying from the cannabinoids. So uh, we need to reassess that. We need to look at that uh, uh, medication and, and go there again. Okay. Well, thanks, Dr. Holman. We do hope all of you have enjoyed our Prairie Doc radio program, and we'll listen again for Prairie Doc brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. As always, you can hear and see more from Dr. Holm online at prairiedoc.org. Thanks a lot, Rick. See you next week. Well, thank you, Joan. And don't miss that show tomorrow night. It's really, really good. And Bob, uh, you know, I think we should encourage people to exercise, don't you think? <laughs> Just a thought. So get out there, go for a good walk tonight. And uh, this afternoon, you know, it, it's uh, there's no wind, finally. Oh, my God, what a beautiful day it is, really. Thank you uh, for this beautiful day. And uh, stay healthy out there, people.